This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. All right, continuing that conversation just a little bit because we were up on a break. Let me ask you this. It's kind of a this or that because Cheeto Wuzier, um, I kind of felt like with the replacements, you draft DJ Turner, you feel good about Cam Taylor Britt, uh, what your secondary cornerback room looks like. If this could happen and Cheeto looked exactly like he did pre injury because we don't know what he's going to look like when it comes to him back out there coming off of um, his ACL injury. Would you want the Bengals to sign Cheeto or Logan Wilson? Um, Cheeto's a more important position, but he's older. I think Eileen Wilson here because he's younger because he's not coming off an injury. Even if Cheeto does come back and play well, you know, does that put a closer expiration date or something? I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, just as a, a little, it throws a little bit of uh, something in there that makes it a little bit more unpredictable. I think Cheeto will be, I think he'll get back to playing at a good level this year. Will it be right away? I don't know. I don't want to put that on him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. My guess is Wilson, just because he's younger, even though it's not as premium of a position, they have a guy in DJ Turner now to go with Cam Taylor Britt to have starting outside corners next year if Cheeto is not re-signed. Um, if Logan Wilson leaves, you could make the Akeem Davis Gaither, Joe Batchy, Marcus Bailey type of replacement talk. But to me, well, actually, Akeem Davis Gaither, I think his contract would also be up. It is. So... Is Marcus Bailey's contract up? They're all the same year. Okay, well, you can't really make that as much unless one of those guys re-signs, which could probably happen. But, yeah, when I look at that, I see, and even more so now that I have just figured out that those contracts are up, I see the in-house replacement much easier for Ouzier than I do for Logan Wilson. Not to say that Cheetah's replaceable, just in terms of if you're going to try to save money and you only want to sign one of these guys, it's usually safer to go with the young option. And then you have the in-house guy to probably take those snaps ready to go. I, I don't think, I think that's DJ Turner's role is nothing this year and next year they're probably banking on him to start. You mentioned Akeem Davis Gaither. He was kind of going to be my follow-up one because I felt we we talked about, well, what do you think about this offseason? Von Bell is going to be back. Logan Wilson's probably going to be extended, all of that. I had faith that Akeem Davis Gaither, because in my mind, Jermaine Pratt was gone. It wasn't because I didn't think the team wanted to bring him back. I thought the number would be crazy and he'd get something somewhere else and go to another team and just try it. Just 
just thought it was they were just going to move on and it was unfortunate and I was very happy to be wrong about that and get Jermaine Pratt back but just seeing any tape that you you've watched in the past Akeem Davis Gaylor do you feel like it's what's your confidence level for him in the NFL um better after last year than it was before that I think I think he played well last year and it was a little bit surprising for me when he played for Jermaine Pratt because I thought, well, you just can't do some of these things Pratt does. And he actually did them pretty well. I believe that was against the Jets that they, I'm pretty sure that was against the Jets, the game he had to start because Pratt missed one game last year. Uh, And yeah, I thought he's doing a lot of the stuff Pratt can do. I think Pratt is the better player. Like I don't want, to be misconstrued here, but I think that he showed that in a pinch, he can do that and be a full-time linebacker, not just a guy you could throw in on coverage downs, which is what he's been for most of his career. That one game against the Jets, which is a small sample, so I probably shouldn't hang on to it as much, did make him a little bit more confident in his ability to play at the NFL level. Similar to how I feel, you know, the Joe Batchy, Marcus Bailey, they've started like one game each, and when they play, I'm like, they look like they can play. And this is kind of a credit to the Bengals linebacker coach who then left and then the Bengals next linebacker coach, I guess who, uh, or maybe these guys are just good. I don't know. Or maybe Luana Rumo talks a lot about being the defensive back whisperer, but what he really is, is a linebacker whisperer. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I felt I would have felt fine about King Davis Gaither starting next to Logan Wilson. And if they sign him to a deal and they let Logan Wilson go, I'd probably feel a little bit, similar to how I would have if they had that plan with uh, Jermaine Pratt leaving. I think the lack of a contract does just make that more unpredictable. I it, It's kind of wild because I think you remember, I feel like the last years in the linebacker room when they just didn't have any linebackers at all that were just like, they were legit. And then you get that 2020 draft class and, and honestly 2019, cause they drafted Jermaine Pratt in 2019. Then the next year you get Logan Wilson, Kim Davis gather um, their free agency when it comes to linebackers has been hitting and maybe it is Luana Rumo, uh, but it really, it, it's one of those things where I, I don't know. I, I, I want to see where this Logan Wilson stuff goes unless they – I think the, the market for linebackers is great right now. So if you can cash in and just say, you know what, we already got the wide receiver check. We already got the uh, quarterback extension done. Let's go ahead and get Logan Wilson while we have the money out right now and go again and get him signed in this market. Uh, do you think it would be lower or higher than Jermaine Pratt? Logan Wilson's contract? Yeah. Or Okay, Logan Wilson. Logan Wilson. Um, yeah, his deal is probably going to be higher than Pratt. Like how much? Ooh, you know what? I don't actually have to figure this out. I don't think. Hopefully, that Spotrack has just given an estimate for what they think Logan Wilson's next contract will be, which they were off with Pratt, and I probably shouldn't use it. Big time, um, big time with Pratt. I mean, I think it'll be pretty big. Okay, they have a market value button for him. annual value is what they put Logan Wilson at. That feels about right. I was going to say 10 million was my first, you know, if I wasn't able to use the great Al Gore's internet uh, to figure that out, um, my gut would have said 10. 
Yeah, I think if you could tell Logan Wilson right now, give him nine, even if you're like 8.9 million, um, he'd probably be like, okay, let's go. And I think the Bengals would take that right now, but maybe it is more of the 10 million at the end of the day, and maybe it isn't with Cincinnati. But I don't know. The closer we get to training camp, I just feel like maybe Logan Wilson is going to be someone that they they just go into next offseason and say, all right, let's just try and figure this out. Let's let Logan Wilson bet on himself, and we'll see what happens towards the end of next year. Um, but, yeah, the defense, it just seems like uh, when it comes to the contract conversation, it, it has been out there. I do want to hit on this. It's a little outside of that, but it has to do with the front office. There was an article out uh, yesterday, and, and it was really well done. It was Elizabeth and Caroline Blackburn when it comes to the Bengals' front office and things that have changed. Um, I think it's easy to point out when you draft Joe Burrow for your franchise in 2020, yeah, that's going to be a difference maker. The talent you start to see on both sides of the ball. You get T. Higgins in that same draft. The next year you get Jamar Chase. Zach Taylor has been really fun as a head coach and, and the culture that he's building in Cincinnati and then obviously making a trip to the Super Bowl, the AFC Championship game the next year, breaking your playoff curse. Uh, but overall, being familiar with this front office and, and kind of the jokes people make when it comes to the old jokes uh, with Mike Brown or how cheap the front office is and everything like that. You know, what have you really, um, you know, noticed with some of the changes it feels like with this front office? You could say Duke Tobin, but I do feel like Mike Brown's family and, and granddaughters have really stepped up and, and, and changed a lot of things for the better. Yeah, absolutely. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I mean, we felt that, right? Uh, mm -hmm. it, to me, it all started before the, what, the, the year they got Joe Burrow? I don't think it was before that. That was the offseason that they also got DJ Reader. They also went out and got Chidovia Wuzier. They went out and... Well, I guess they also, that was probably the year they signed Trey Waynes, but you know, they were trying and they were sending out these contracts and getting guys, their pro scouting department seems to have done a fantastic job and they've been willing to pay it. They had Riley Reef that year and they put it, or was that year? I think Reef was the next year, wasn't it? Reef was one year, right? Yeah, it was a one year. Super with, Bowl. It was but, Super Bowl year. Yeah, you're right. Um, so that was the next year. But the, when you look at the Reef thing, even though it was a one-year deal, they had void years in there just doing things they don't normally do. They were, were giving out guaranteed money. That was you know, – they're doing that, it feels like, normally now. It is not just the funny money of old uh, where none of it's really guaranteed, but you just have to trust. They'll honor this contract now because, I mean – NFL players, they want to see the guaranteed money either way. So, yeah, I, I think absolutely. The front office has been wildly different from the 2010s, for sure, when I'm thinking of that. The 2000s, I think they've been wildly different than 
that front office. Just even if you think back to what we used to say before the past couple of years, it was, well, I don't expect anything in free agency. They might sign like one guy who's a middle of the road starter. Now that's not the case. You're expecting them. They're probably going to make a move here, right? And uh, we have thought that the past two off seasons and they are making moves and they are willing to give out guaranteed money and do all of these other things. I think the Orlando Brown one really sticks too because, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's all going, it's the Joe Burrow conversation. It's the T. Higgins conversation. How are you going to pay all these wide receivers? And the Bengals are really quiet for those first two days. And I want to say the news broke probably around 10 p.m. at night. And, and it was Orlando Brown's camp reaching out to the Cincinnati Bengals. And those conversations started and said, hey, Let's go there. Let's go play there. Free agent players wanting to come play in Cincinnati, but also the Bengals just throwing that contract at him and giving him that guaranteed uh, money. And and yeah, I think if you look at different years, it's pretty flexible for Orlando Brown in the Bengals front office, but it was huge this year to get that, to say, you know what, we need a dominant player on this offensive line for Joe Burrow and to go ahead and spend that money when they were already paying Jonah Williams $12 million to start there. I thought that was really telling, but overall ring of honor, the uniform stuff, the things behind the scenes, I think that has been, it's all happening at the same time, which is really, Really incredible. The Ring of Honor, the first year that happened, they went to the Super Bowl. Um, I think you, you, I wouldn't have predicted that's how the season would have turned around after Joe Burrow was injured his rookie year and what that was would look like. But I don't know. It's just kind of, it's really cool to see. I feel like it's really exciting times, not only because you have Joe Burrow as your franchise quarterback, they're working on that extension, but everything you see with the front office and just realizing the time is now, look what we can do see the crowds, the sellouts. Uh, there's a waiting list for season tickets. I remember when I could count the number of fans in the upper bowl for those games. Nobody would really go. Um, it just was a laughing stock. And I think it's just been really incredible over the last few years. And honestly, credit to, um, you know, the, the Brown family, but also Elizabeth Blackburn, who I feel like does a lot of the stuff behind the scenes when it comes to this fan base and what people are talking about, even on the social media side, it, it's been huge. And, and it all kind of goes into this contract conversation that, you know, we really focused on in this podcast. Yeah. And thanks for mentioning the stuff that doesn't matter on the field, you know, the ring of honor, the selling of the, the rights to the stadium, the, all this other, all these other things that have made I think past Bengals feel more welcomed and it probably does add some excitement for the fans, but also for former players for this team and just feeling like it's a different team than the one you hear the stories about how they were working downwind from the chemical plant and (laughs) they didn't, they had to share, you know, share equipment and they couldn't afford Gatorade, all these other things like that. You're not hearing that anymore. Even if they were lower on some of the things in that anonymous player poll, it is not a universally 30s, 32, 31, like does the owner care about you? Does the, are they actually spending to make the team better and all these other things. Now, you know, it's probably still not in the upper echelon, but it does feel like a normal NFL team with all that stuff. You're not hearing the, the Jonathan Joseph's on the way out saying that this is like <laughs> this, my college had better uh, treatment for our players than this NFL team. They are working to improve all of that. And I appreciate you you mentioning that part because my brain was so much just like that. Yeah, how are they, they the front office? They're making the football team better and they used to not do that as much. Yeah, it, it's been really fun and important and it's all just kind of happened at the same time and obviously both go 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 together. And I know that you are taking a little bit of a break. I keep saying that over on all bangles. 
if people do not listen toward the end of this podcast, and you've mentioned that before, if they go over into All Bengals, they search your name, what are they going to see there right now? All five of the first draft picks, and that's probably where it's ending. But I did got the Chase Brown article up. I did it, and now it's break time. It's break time, and then next week they'll have their extension stuff, and you can put that piece out if they do. Will your break? Let me ask you this, because I've said before, I think the extension stuff will happen late July. If the Bengals decide, you know what, we're going to change it up. We have a little bit of quiet time between now and mandatory camp. Uh, we're going to go ahead and sign those extensions. Will you come back from your break? Maybe. I mean, it'd be really easy. Part of me thinks it's a really easy ride the hype train. Like if Joe Burrow signs an extension and I just put do an article that's just like, what makes Joe Burrow good <laughs> thing or T Higgins or Logan Wilson. And I probably have all the videos already. The motivation will be the one factor. It's just what took me so long to chase Brown. Cause I had all the videos ready. I had all the thoughts ready. It was just, I gotta sit down and write this. Um, so yeah, possibly, I don't know. I'm no promises either way, but that would be the one way that I, I am writing in July. Yeah, I don't blame you. I need a little break until uh, they really get back into the grind of things. And right now, that's where we're at. OTAs are wrapping up. They'll have mandatory camp, maybe. Maybe Zach Taylor will cancel it, and they'll just wait until training camp to get back together. But we will have the latest. Make sure you're following along. Bengals underscore Sands. You can follow me at Alan Diaz Patterson. Thank you for listening, to It's always game day in Cincinnati.